Hey guys, I want to announce a super hot video drop from one of our show's regular guests. VIP by TOT with featuring artist Genie. And if you look closely, you might even catch a glimpse cameo from your local podcaster. So go show some love and support by giving the homie a follow and checking out this wild ride of a video in the link down below in the description. Guys, you know them. You love them. I do this at the beginning of every episode. If you don't know them by now, uh, go fuck yourself. Stutterbox Productions, uh, the backbone to many of the events that we have here in the Midwest. Are you trying to find your next spot? Because they get, these guys, they can help. Hit up their Facebook page, hit up the CEO, and they can direct you any way they can. Um, they have plenty of shows lined up. They have plenty of things going on. What are you waiting for? Let me tell you a really cool story. Today, I got to tour a pizza factory, and that doesn't happen often. So that was really cool, and I'm going to keep talking till you're happy with the levels. Yeah. We're you happy good? with the levels. All right, sick. Fuck yeah, let's jump into it. All Guys, right. what's up? This is McAllister's Podcast. I'm your host, always Cole McAllister. We got a super special episode today. Uh, Otis Julius, all the way from California, on tour, uh, took you know, time out of his day to come do this. So I really appreciate it, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Uh, I was talking to your uh, fellow crew here and they mm-hmm. said this is your second stop of the tour. So pretty, yeah. still pretty fresh. Yeah. 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 Last night we were in uh, Madison. Okay. And uh, now we're in Des Moines and I freaking love Des Moines. So I'm stoked to Hell be here. Yeah. Hell yeah. So let me ask you, I, like I said, I know you're still fresh, but like you've done tours before. You're, you're yeah. familiar. What is the best and the worst part of being on tour for you? Man, that, that, that's a really, really hard question. I used to say, because I, I used to tour the backing band. And okay. as a result, I played with a whole bunch of like rock bands as local support and my favorite part of tour was whenever the local band would cover Blink-182 and just like it always happened if there was a bad local band you were gonna hear a bad Blink cover and it just made my night but uh, you know part part of the reason that I make music is the ability to go out and travel and uh Ever since I was young, I really wanted to tour, and I just think that the the, the road dog aspect is by far my favorite part okay. of it. Nice. Uh, I think the hard part, the the part that I like the least, is like the amount of work that goes mm. into it. Because you know, like right now we're on a twelve day tour, but planning for this started. Uh, six months ago ish you know it's like you work six months of hard work trying to get something figured out to go out for 12 days you know like it's it's a ton of work like and then you know i'm 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 grateful and blessed to be at a point in my career to where i finally have a a a guy helping me but like you know i did everything diy for so long and it's just like it's how long it's so much um so interesting a little bit of my background um i've been I, I just celebrated my 10-year anniversary as a rapper. Wow. So I've been rapping for 10 years. Congratulations. I, thank you. I was uh, uh, part of this, well, I, I guess I was the project called Big O, and I, I toured with a backing band. And then in 2019, I transitioned, lost the backing band, and transitioned into Otis Julius. And mm. so uh, Otis has been a thing since 2019, which brings us to four years. Is that right? Almost five years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, ooh, that's kind of fancy. <laughs> Look at those effects. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I did everything DIY until 
probably 20 straw straw when was when was uh uh the first iso tour 2019? Okay. So I did everything DIY until probably 2020. I think that's the first time me and Straw worked together. Okay. And Straw is the owner, the guy behind Nice Enough Entertainment. And like when it comes to these mid-level slash small-level uh, touring acts, he's like one of the bigger... Pro, pro, I would say the biggest promoter in the Midwest oh, yeah. doing, doing what we're doing. And he works with a lot of bigger acts, too. But, uh, you know, I'm blessed and grateful enough that uh we kind of just mashed well together and we're able to work together and uh he helps uh share a lot of the workload and it's uh yeah super rad super rad <laughs> that's fucking awesome yeah i can't i can imagine you know how much that helps yeah you know because uh in doing the podcast here you know doing everything solo for me you know that's nothing compared to what you do but i mean it's just a it's a beast to do everything yourself man. yeah 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 it's different for sure <laughs> yeah it's crazy well you know and one of the things i wanted to say about uh you as an artist that i really appreciate is like you really have your own unique style like you come out with the pizzas like i think i've never heard of a rapper that yeah. gives pizza out at the beginning of the show like that's just fucking that's genius man i love it like you just you have such a unique way about you like you're not trying to like be the typical white boy rapper you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. you have your own style you're happy like i love it man cool, you cool. yeah and you know i think i think it, it took me a little bit of time to figure this out but i realized like part of like i don't know my my mission statement my job description whatever you want to call it is that like i'm able to make people smile and i'm realizing that in this world there's a lot of times where i may be the only smile that somebody has for that week for that month for that day for that hour whatever that is you know i'm, I'm just blessed and fortunate enough to be the joy and the bright light and the sunshine in some people's lives for a short amount of time and uh, i take that job very very seriously you know hell yeah so let me ask like how have you managed to maintain that because i mean i can imagine doing this 10 years you've had lols you've had lows like yeah you yeah, know but yeah. you, you still here you have a positive demeanor like how, how do you think you've maintained that over the years um i'll give you the the the, the less popular answer i'm just <laughs> gonna say it's a jesus thing okay like i'm a big jesus guy but outside of that like um you know believe in yourself you know and like yeah i've definitely been through the lows like you know there's kind of kind of a joke in the touring community that's just like you're not actually a touring artist until you've been robbed on tour it's like hey guess what we've been through that like oh that's, my God. that's a low low you know I, just, I know we only have 20 minutes but do you mind telling me about that really quick what yeah happened? yeah yeah we were, we uh we played san francisco and we got into town of course yeah of yeah course. yeah of course <laughs> this was uh 20 i don't know if this was 2017 or 2018 we were playing san francisco we got into town before uh sound check so we went to freaking Costco to buy ice cream. We walked into Costco. We're talking middle of the day, 2 p.m., 3 p.m. And I came outside, and people were leaving our van. And so like, I just started yelling and running up. And they had their getaway car that they were putting all of our suitcases in. And so like, I put my hand through the window to try to grab a suitcase out. And my arm got stuck, and they drug me around the corner, ran over my foot, and left me out in the gutter and took oh off. Oh, my God. So uh, we went to DNA. They, they broke the door to get into. So we went to uh, DNA Lounge. That's where we were playing that night. Uh, thankfully, I had a friend who was one of the local acts playing that night. So we swapped out. Uh, during his set, we sat out in our van because, like, the door wouldn't close. We are not trying to get everything else stolen, you know? And then during uh, our set, they sat out, sat down there for us. 
And, uh, you know, I remember that night, I, I literally had the clothes that were on my back. And so, like, I took my shirt off to play the show because I didn't want to get it sweaty. <laughs> and then uh, the next morning, that night, we drove, slept in a Walmart parking lot. The next morning, we woke up and went shopping for, like, socks and underwear and, like, T-shirts and Walmart because we didn't have any clothes or, like, toothbrushes, you know. So, like, oh yeah, the God. lows. Uh, we, we had we had a couple uh, Mexico dates on that tour. We were getting ready to head down into Mexico, and uh, my drummer and my bass player had their passports stolen, so we had to cancel the rest of the tour. So like, oh my God. highs and lows. But you had to like, cancel the rest of the tour. You know, it we didn't have to, but like, was that sure. the point? It's just like we just got to call it quits because sure. you know the Mexico dates aren't working. The doors broken, and it was a specialty uh, sprinter door that like we had a converted sprinter that i had purchased and so it was like not like you could just stop at any mercedes to like get it fixed like so it was it was it was a giant ordeal and it was just sure. like we just got to call it you know oh my god but, man, i yeah. can't imagine that yeah 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 so that's like definitely been through the lows and like you know just i've also kind of worked like, I got my first job in a plastic factory when I was 14. <laughs> so, yeah, 14, I was making plastic. And, like, figuring out how to work for yourself is, wow. like, kind of something that I learned that is important, you know? So, uh, right out of high school, I didn't go to college or anything. Right out of high school, I was a mailman for five years, delivered <laughs> okay. mail. Okay. And then uh, during that time, I uh, took a four-month trip to Congo, Africa, and I lived in orphanages out there. Oh, my and, God. And... Uh, I came back, the post office saved my job for me. I came back, worked another year, and like, I was just like, I was meant for so much more than delivering the mail. Like, I, the, the world is here to go see and explore. And uh, I was driving a Mercedes at the time because I was a mailman making all right money. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, sold my Mercedes, bought a camper van, went on the road, lived on the Oregon coast for a year. Wow. Uh, moved into Portland for a year and inside Port while, while I was in Portland I met this dude with a home studio and I went and wrote my first uh, rap song <laughs> and uh, I was like alright cool let's do this and uh, here we are 10 years later you know <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so uh so, you know, those experiences, going to Africa, you know, yeah. going on a van, I mean, those seem like very humbling experiences. Yeah. Uh, what did that teach you? Like, being in Africa, you know, living out of your van in um, Oregon, that type of stuff, you know? Uh, man, I... That's a, that's a really good question. I don't know if I've ever been asked that before. Um, <laughs> we try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it taught me, first of all, perseverance. Hell yeah. I think it taught me to be... I can't say it taught me to be grateful because I think I've kind of always been grateful. I come from very humble beginnings back home, nice. you know, and um, yeah, I, 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 I think it taught me to be grateful or showed me to be grateful. Maybe is a better word to say. And then uh, also that like just learn to figure stuff out, man. You want to yeah. go? Do you want to do something? Figure out how to do it. Like you figure out what your priorities is, and like that's that's why I always tell people they're like, oh, I I, I really want a tour. It's like do it. Like make sure it makes sense. I want to be a rapper. Do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Like yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I've interviewed a lot of people, and um, the that's almost always their advice. Yeah, just do it. That's literally the first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it for sounds sure. basic, but um, speaking of your plastic factory, I noticed that you put out a line of or well, did you? Was it just a Lego or something with Lego you put out a little bit ago? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So uh, 
That was a promo you did. Yeah, ju- just recently I just dropped my second custom Lego set. Oh, so, your second one? Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I dropped the first one whenever I dropped the music video for Hyundai to Ferrari, and that's the Lego music video. So I, I got the Lego music video and dropped the custom Lego set on the same day. Okay. And then uh, for this tour, I dropped the uh, Otis's Pizzeria Lego set. And uh, it's limited edition. There's only 21 sets made. Wow. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I'm a big I'm a I'm a Lego fanatic. Okay. Uh, I live in a small two bedroom apartment in L. A. But I dream of having a Lego room. You know, <laughs> like I haven't got that yet, but someday. <laughs> have you uh, Have you been to Legoland before? Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I, I was I was there like a month and a half ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you've always you just always had a love for Legos. Yeah. Yeah. I had Lego as a kid. And then uh, I found it again as an adult during the pandemic, I think, you know? Sure, and, sure. And uh, bought my first set because I thought the set was really cool. I wasn't even stoked <laughs> about it being Lego. I was just like, oh, this is really cool. Is the... Uh the uh, 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 Nintendo NES with the Mario screen. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I was like, oh, I really enjoyed buying this and like building this. <laughs> and then it just kind of, yeah, back into Lego, yeah. Hell yeah. So what was the... I'm curious, what was the process of like... Um, you know, having that happen because you know, obviously, I'm sure there's trademark things that you had to, you know, clear. Like, what was the process of doing that? I will tell you that I am small enough that nobody important knows. <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, hey, if people are telling you you can't do something or you got to quit doing something, you're doing something right and you're being noticed. And I, <laughs> I ain't there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh. There, there's a there's a uh, brick building software that Lego owns. They didn't create it, but they bought it. Okay. It's called uh, Stud IO. It spells out Studio. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and you can design your own Lego sets on that software. Okay. And then uh, you can design the instructions, and then it will give you the brick count and the brick pieces, and then you can order them all from a secondary website called uh, BrickLink. And uh, it's just like this marketplace of people with small Lego shops across the country and they'll ship okay. them out to you. So like if you need, like for this set, I needed 21 one by 12 gray bricks for one for each set, you know? And so there's one store somewhere that has 21 of those and they'll ship them out. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's weird. But it's, I don't know. I love it. Yeah, it sounds cool, man. Well, hey, I think we're getting about to the twenty minute mark. I know, uh, I know, you got to get going. Thank you. Let's um, uh, let's talk music a little bit. I'm sure you didn't. Sure, come here yeah, to talk sorry, about, uh, sorry, yeah. I'm sure you didn't hear to come here sorry, to talk I about thought, Lego. <laughs> I thought I saw Justin use, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, get into your music. Uh, like you know, for those who don't know, uh, what like what like what's like I guess what's your style? What's some of your influences with that? Just real quick. Well, I, I don't even know. I, I kind of just do what I want. <laughs> kind of your own yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. When I, when when I you know I mentioned. You know, in Portland, meeting that guy and writing my first rap song. Like, my goal was to be Mac Miller and Mac Lamore crossed together. And I sound (laughs) nothing like that. And, you know, we're not even close. But, like, somehow that transformed and got me to where I'm at now. And that's cool. Um, When people ask me what I sound like, I tell them, like, imagine if Rage Against the Machine (laughs) and Beastie Boys had a kid with Kid Rock, and you might almost be there, you know? So, like, yeah, I don't don't really know what to say. I just kind of do my thing, and some people like it, and it works out. 
That's awesome. But, uh, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, people ask me what I rap about. I say, you know, honestly, like, my ideas in my life. And, like, a lot of that term comes out to be positivity. And sometimes there's a little bit of, I don't want to say neg- negativity, but a little bit of hard reality built into it, too, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I think... I don't know. I just think it's all important. And, like, you know, that whole idea of, like, only showing the positive side, that ain't it. That whole idea of fake it till you make it or fronting something, like, that ain't it. Like, just be you, you know? That's awesome. So, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I'm, I'm working on a new album right now and just wrote these lyrics that, like, have really been stuck in my head. But, like, the idea was, like, uh, how have I been doing this for 10 years, still don't have 10K on IG, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's really, like, I don't know, the reality's wild, you know? But somehow we're making it work, you know? And I got, I got good people around me, and uh, we got cool things going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they say it takes at least a decade yeah, to yeah. get where you are. So you're already at that point. Yeah, so. that's, that's what I'm waiting on, man. I did a, I did a feature... Uh, Probably like six months ago, and I had a line in it that said, uh, "I just might be the ne- the next nine year overnight success story." You know, I was like, "Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I like that." <laughs> that's awesome. You see, got a new album coming out. Uh, when can we expect that to drop? For those, it was supposed to be like last week. So <laughs> maybe uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a hope. I'm a re reshoot. I got to sit down and re sure. go over everything. And I'm I'm a hope like march ish you know there's a lot of moving parts to it i got i'm working on a song with the biggest feature that i've ever had before uh there's another really big feature that i'm trying to get roped into this as well and so those are all things i'm not ready to talk about yet sure but uh i'm excited for it um you know the last ep the otis ep it hit number eight on the itunes charts and it was like the biggest thing i've ever done and so uh it's also really intimidating to me going into it, like trying to figure out, like, am I going to be able to break top 10 again? Am I going to be able to break eight? And if so, like, what comes after that? Like, I got to figure out how to, I got to, I got to figure out how to make these transition into billboard spots, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, iTunes is really cool and iTunes is also really achievable. And there's mm. a lot of fake flexing that goes on with iTunes charts. Oh, yeah. I'm and, sure. like, I, you know, it's not fake flexing. It's just, it's almost misinformation. Like, it's, it's, achi- sure. it's, it's, it's achievable, you know? Yeah. And so, and while, you know, I don't want to take away from what I've done or what anybody else has done, it's also not the same as having, you know, number eight on Billboard. That's a whole nother beast, you know? Yeah. And so, just always trying to figure out how to move forward. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's weird. This world is really weird. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in agreement with you there, man. Yeah. It's a weird, weird fucking world. Hey, man. It's been a super awesome pleasure to meet you. Yes. Finally, we've been talking about this for a while. You know, you're obviously you're from California, so it's yeah. hard to get this, make this work. But yeah, we I'm did happy. it. We're yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there, there, there's a small chance that I'll be back in, I think April. I think. Okay. And if that's the case, like. We'll we'll try to see if we can get like a full length or something like that. Hell Make yeah. it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Cool, I love it. Hey. Uh, anything else we need to go over? Do you need uh, any plugs or anything like that from me? Uh, I mean, if you want plug something, you you definitely can. Um, um, but- yeah, okay. Uh, you can find me at Instagram and Facebook are both Otis Julius Music, and my website is otisjulius.com. 
and go listen to my music and watch my videos on YouTube and buy Lego, I guess, because the brick economy is really weird right now. <laughs> That's what I got, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thanks again, man. You're a really unique guy, and uh, I'm really glad to get you on here. Uh, guys, Macau Stars podcast uh, every Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, we got a website. We got Patreon. We got all that. You know what's up. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Let's go. <laughs>